0: Look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Heritch here for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a recap on the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what the VRA system is telling us going forward. It was a volatile day of trading today as the market prepares for an unusual break tomorrow to honor the late President George H.W. Bush. And while it's tough to pinpoint the exact reason for the weakness today, I have, a very, I have a few very interesting facts to share with you here, so hang with me as I take you through today's market action. Before today, three out of our, our four major indexes were up five out of the last six training, trading sessions, gaining good ground, sending both the Dow Jones and the S&P 500 above their 200-day moving average, a key technical indicator. However, today's trading was tough and saw the Dow, S&P, and the NASDAQ all lose roughly half of their gains from the the recent move higher that i was mentioning over the last six sessions again it's tough to tell exactly where the weakness was coming from today after the great news that we received over the last week uh from trade talks and uh from the fed um however some of the trade uh mentions are still up in the air the market is still digesting a lot of that news and waiting for more details um However, I mentioned this on on yesterday's podcast, Uh, one factor could be that there's a lot of uncertainty uh, about what's going to happen in the markets tomorrow in this unusual break. This uh, unusual break could have caused some people to take profits off the table earlier in the day, which alone would not have been enough to cause this large sell-off. However, as I mentioned earlier, right now we are currently right at our 200-day moving average for two out of our four major indexes. Again, a major key technical indicator here, not just for us, but for many algorithms, traders, anyone out there who's a trend follower, etc. So once we broke the 200-day moving average earlier in the day, selling begets more selling. And there's nothing to stop the market from heading lower on the day. The Dow finished down on the day 799 points or down uh, 3% on the day to 25,027 making today the fourth largest point decline all in, of all time for the Dow Jones. And I mentioned this because I thought it was interesting that uh, I actually found this number earlier in the, in the day uh, before the news jumped on it. However, here's, here's what I found interesting. The four largest point losses in history have now all occurred in 2018. The first two being during the February lows. Um, the one and two, the third being in October, uh, and the last one being today. Uh, now that being said, that's where traditional news outlets would, would stop leading you to believe that the four biggest losing days in history have occurred all in 2018, which technically is true based off of points. However, again, a bit misleading, uh, that, to give you some reference here, the Dow, the Dow Jones now trades at twenty five thousand points. Less than ten years ago, it was at ten thousand points. So, to gain some perspective, instead of looking at the point numbers, let's look at the change in percentage. Which, looking back to twenty eight uh, to over the last twenty years, uh, the looking at percentage change. 2018 only has two of the top 10 worst trading days in history, and they're numbers 9 and 10 instead of numbers 1 through 4 compared to the point range. And they're also in the 4% range compared to the Dow's uh, percentage losses in nearly the 8% range that happened three times in 2008. So point being here, we've seen, yes, we've seen the four largest point losses. Uh, In history in 2018, but percentage losses are nowhere near that point yet. Uh, So until we start seeing some big percentage drop days like 7 or 8%, like we've seen in the past, it's nothing to compare. We're comparing apples and oranges here. Next up, the NASDAQ finishing down uh, our uh, second biggest on the day, 3.8%, down. Two hundred eighty-three points to seven thousand one hundred and fifty-eight. The Russell two, uh, sorry, the S&P 500 finishing down three point two four percent on the day to two thousand seven hundred. And lastly, the Russell two thousand, our biggest loser on the day, down four point four percent or sixty-eight points to one thousand four hundred and eighty. So it was a rough day and I'll get you some better news here soon. However, we did not get that from our internals today. We saw, 1499 advances to 7,564 declines, 203 new lows to 907, or sorry 203 new highs to 907 new lows. And lastly, up down volume came in roughly 6 to 1 negative. One technical indicator uh, for the internals that we use here is the trend index and anytime the trend closes above one it's bearish and today we close at a 3.11 that's extremely elevated there and as a contrarian the extreme elevation pressure is actually a huge buy signal for us one that we'll be watching here closely also today the fed speakers were out saying that the economy was extremely strong but there will be more rate hikes because of that but when we see yields dropping in the bond market that tells us that the bond market is anticipating a slowing economy so it's good to hear from the fed that the economy is running strong however after december if the fed continues to raise rates which we see is unlikely here the market is likely priced in a december rate hike but a pause after that which is what we're uh believe what will happen however If they do continue to raise rates into 2019, it could uh, spell trouble for our market. That said, another reason many cited for today's market action was the inverting yield curve. They talk about this a lot in the mainstream media and make it sound like a very scary event. Uh, However, is it that scary? The answer is no. A great tweet today from Urban, Urban Carmel showed that when the yield curve inverts, it does not directly lead to a recession. In fact, the quickest recession after an inversion of the yield curve was eight months. But the average time to a recession after this is 19 months. So short term, or long term, excuse me, we're paying attention, clearly, to the yield curve and, and what it could do, what it could spell for our markets. However, in the short term, we see today's market volatility is overdone and will be short-lived. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Uh, we'll be taking off tomorrow uh, as the market will be taking off this Wednesday. So we'll see you back here on Thursday. Uh, to receive our daily VRA podcast in your inbox, you can sign up today at vrainsider.com podcast. Thanks again. Until you next time, we'll see you back here for Thursday's close.